Hello and welcome to the Top Marks podcast. I'm your host TJ Sutherland and with me this week is the delicious Dan Collicott. Good evening. And the sassy Sean Sunderland. Hello there, how are you doing? So this week we are discussing uh, the number of pay-per-views that WWE have every other week by the way things are going at the moment. Uh, Are there too many? Uh, Is the quality being damaged by the number of pay-per-views they have? Um, Are storylines being developed correctly or are they being rushed through as the weeks go by? So, who wants to kick things off? Uh, I think we can just end this podcast now by saying yes, there are too many. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Done. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see see you next week. (laughs) Okay, so obviously well established that there are way too many pay-per-views. I think last year they had uh, 16 in total. 16? 16 in in 2016. um, When they first started, it was just the one, I think. It was WrestleMania was... Was the, the only first, one. Yeah, it was the only one, and then it's grown steadily over the years. They've got. Is it, I remember when it used to be four. Yeah, it so was always the key. The key so four. Yeah, so you've got the big four. You've got WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, and Survivor Series. Those are seem to be the four that set in stone. They don't. Was King of the Ring ever one of the? Because I remember King of the Ring being like a significant one back when I was younger. But maybe that's just like. I think it was significant because there were less pay-per-views. So it was I a lot bigger. Yeah. It, it, it's actually interesting addressing that one because King of the Ring and Survivor Series are now probably the most... Well, well King, uh, King of the Ring no longer gets its own pay-per-view. Hmm. Um, it was like Smackdown last time, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they literally oh, wow. kept it as a random tournament where... Only a few people get picked. Only you know, literally mid, mid lower card wrestlers. It was Wade Barrett that won it the last time. Oh yeah. But yeah, so that's no longer even a pay per view. And Survivor Series doesn't have the proper you know team versus team format. They they, well, they, they kind of did it last year where they had the brand versus brand thing, which yeah kind which of makes sense in the in the current climate of the where you got the brand the brand split. So. I can kind of see why they did it that way last year, and I hopefully they'll keep doing that sort of thing. But, but that's know. why I used to love it because it was the one opportunity to see wrestlers who you know you wouldn't expect to team up. Yeah, like the super most, team. Yeah, super yeah. team, the most uh, the dream team, or the most just ridiculous heel alliance. Yeah, and they used to do so much goofy stuff. But they, they pretty much, I, I know there was, yeah, so last year they obviously did it by brand, uh, but it, it, it's usually only like, you know, one one or two matches. It's yeah. not like a full card kind of, of yeah. you know, because it, it was like a like, tournament. It was a proper tournament, yeah. I think. It was only um, about three or four months ago that I looked back at one of the older ones from like back in the day. I realised that was what the format was. Like, yeah. I had no idea what actually yeah, the teams format was. against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it was great. Like, I think I watched like those like Hulk Hogan and, and various other people. There were like just loads of like you say mismatches. Yeah. People who would never team up together. Yeah. Suddenly forming alliances and screaming together. In fact, what was it? Quite but they were they were like really going for it. The promos were actually amazing. It was, like, it was a match. Each other back and being all like bros and stuff. And it, was it, was really a format that made, it was a format that made a lot more sense back mm-hmm. in the days the way they used to do it rather than, apart from last year aside, I think it just kind of turned into 
Maybe it's, maybe, it's like, maybe it's very story-based. Yeah, yeah. So I think in recent years, you've had maybe one team versus team match or two, maybe. It's never been a full tournament. And I think the last most significant one, even though the, the brand split one was pretty cool, the last significant one, remember the, the John Cena storyline where I think if he didn't... Yeah, if he, if he won, the authority would disband it. <laughs> I think that's maybe during my absence. I think I just saw it in a a Cena documentary or something like that. Well, it it was the moment that that, that Dolph Ziggler actually got... um, He got a really big push from that. Yeah. He was was the only one that survived, I think. Yeah, he was. Cena actually um, got got eliminated fairly early and um, or maybe just like second to last or something but but Dolph Ziggler on his own fought off something like four wrestlers <laughs> and it was really really well done I don't think there's um there's a few um rumors and stuff about it that he wasn't supposed to be the guy the, right, the guy okay. that got the push yeah um and it obviously for right once right yeah for yeah. what you know there was injuries and stuff mm-hmm. so he got it but it was really it was kind of really sad because it didn't carry much weight for very long um, as with most things as with most <laughs> <sick of it. laughs> and he didn't yeah he didn't get much of a push so we've already had nine pay-per-views this year already <coughs> already didn't you say that there was going to be more this year so uh, yeah the way it's going so there's not been nine so far this year there's five more scheduled um, so we've got Battleground SummerSlam No Mercy um, uh, TLC and Survivor Series mm. But that's not also taken into account. No Mercy and TLC are both raw ones. So there's going to be another um, Smackdown one in between oh. that before Survivor Series. So you'll probably look at that another six, possibly seven more before the end of the year. There's so one in two weeks' time, isn't it? There's Battleground in two weeks' time, and yeah. then after that will be SummerSlam, and then after that will be No Mercy, I assume. Oh, and then there'll, be a, then there'll be a Smackdown one in between those, which will be called Great Balls of Fire, not to something like that or great great cock and balls is my <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well this is it I think because Battleground to me it might have been news for everyone but that was a fairly new one in right. the Arsenal P- PPVs but whereas Great Balls of Fire is definitely a new one yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. so this so I think they, I'm sure they were saying oh well, I was listening to another podcast um, but they were saying that normally this pay-per-view would have been I think Bad Blood they've had before, which yeah. is normally around this time of year, and for some weird reason they checked the signs to change, change the branding, which but I've I no idea why they did that. I've but. got a feeling Bad Blood is a really old one. That's that's not. Well, um, unfortunately, we haven't got a resident boffins here for this yeah, one. I've got a feeling Bad Blood was only existed when the brand split used to right, exist. Okay. So I think in the time of, you know, yeah. no brand split, there was no bad blood. At least yeah. I can't remember it. I don't remember it. The only reason I know bad blood and battleground, actually I'm pretty sure, I might be wrong, but pretty sure it does exist, is because when you have to go through the appalling interface on the PlayStation, uh, <laughs> and to go and watch WrestleMania, you've got to cycle through every pay-per-view name ever that has ever existed. So you get to the very end. So, but, so Battleground was actually the first pay-per-view. In fact, that was a pay-per-view that got me back into wrestling <clears throat> two years now, I think. I can't remember. But it was, I kept on, I just happened to keep on catching like highlights, and then kept on seeing the adverts of Battleground. I was like, this actually looks quite interesting. And I ended up watching it, and 
got sucked back into it, so that's why I'm here right now. Um, See, that's but... quite disturbing, TJ, because <laughs> literally... It wasn't, even like a, it wasn't even like a WrestleMania or something. Well, it's it the like, worst. It was, like I a, mean, it was like a B-list. <laughs> two two uh, years ago. Yeah, it's literally a Z-list PPV. <laughs> I remember two years ago, roughly, I was the angriest I probably have ever been about WWE because I watched Battleground. And it was... <laughs> It was a really throwaway one. Like they made it so obvious. You you knew in in the news what the actual proper proper feuds and fights were. Yeah. Whereas that they just shoved this in between. So it'd be like the I don't know. It'd be like the equivalent of I don't know Roman Reigns having a one-off fight with AJ Styles out of nothing. I know that wouldn't happen because yeah. they're in different brands, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just something like that where there's no backstory, just nothing. To, just to fill the pay-per-view. Yeah, just to fill the pay-per-view, and, but knowing that they're going on their main feud, which is already starting to tick over, yeah. you know, you know that they're going to fight you know, Braun Strowman at, yeah, the, yeah. at the pay-per-view. It's a bit like, I guess... It's almost like what's happened with, happened with Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Brock Lesnar in that... It's not the it's not the thing that they're aiming for for SummerSlam, but it's something to keep things ticking over in the meantime. But then, yeah. weirdly, the feud's been so hot they um, they may have tripped onto something that's actually pretty good. Well, I mean, I, I think that's the arrogance of Vince, isn't it? He thinks for some reason that everyone's still the the money is with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, Wait, well, it isn't. You you're telling me it's not. <laughs> well, I think it is for the merch, <laughs> for the merch and the kids, the women. maybe, yeah. but yeah, not not us, unfortunately. But um, yeah, Samoa Joe is awesome. Yeah, I still think Roman Reigns still could easily be someone awesome if they just treated him differently. I you actually, know, he's got the look, he's got the physique, he's to, got everything. Yeah, not to label this too much because it's a bit off topic, know, but, yeah, but I actually think. They are doing something. Okay, there's a te- there's a tentative like assumption, but I think they're doing something a little bit interesting with him at the moment in mm. terms of how he's doing his promos, the way he's, you know, his attitude and the way he's talking, and even in the few that he's in uh, Braun Strowman at the moment, it's kind of this weird not heel, not face hybrid, but a bit more heel because obviously the events that happened at Great Balls of Fire are very heelish, what he did. But So it's uh, I, I'm, I'm interested to see, if, it, if they are being clever, then it's, it is very, very clever. But knowing what we know of them, it probably isn't, and they're probably just fluke. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, they are. I mean, they went, I think that their last attempt to really book him as a, a you know a proper proper babyface was when they started to reunite him with Rollins again, and they yeah. were having like you know yeah. that sort of you know they trying to they were kind, trying to that kind of sabotaged Rollins in a way. Though. Well, it That's did, it. yeah. It, it made them both look stupid. They they were trying to riff off the whole Shield thing. Yeah, it didn't really work. Well, at least they didn't carry it. To where it needed to be. Yeah, they didn't really go with it, did they? No. And also, that would work much better if they hadn't really screwed up Rollins as a face coming back. Yeah. And like, he came back in a bit of a heel the first time, and everyone was like, he's going to be a face. And he came no. back a heel, and everyone was <laughs> like, what? Up, what? Yeah. And yeah. then they're like, oh, I made a mistake here. Let's try and make him face now. Well, I guess and everybody ruined that. Like, he had that one big chance. And I guess it's not a coincidence that all three of them are now on Raw. So, you know, make of that what you will. So on the flip side, um, 
all of these additional pay-per-views that we've got, taking into account the WWE Network, is this giving you more bang for your buck? If you're a subscriber to the WWE Network, you're paying £10 a month for your subscription, you're getting 15, 16 pay-per-views a year, you're getting all the additional content that also comes with the WWE Network. Are you getting your money's worth, or are you just getting too much of... Are you getting quantity over quality? Because, you know, yeah, you're getting more wrestling, you're getting more pay-per-views, you're getting more big events, but is the quality of those pay-per-views not enough to justify the number of pay-per-views you're getting? And I think it's not just the quality necessarily, it's more that it's like, it's like as you get older, Christmas has less significance because you've had your yeah. Is it, is it, yeah, is it, is it, is it, is it, are you yeah. getting nullified to, you know, also, the, the you, impact you, of a WrestleMania or yeah, a SummerSlam yeah, yeah, yeah. because you've, you know, between WrestleMania and SummerSlam, when I, when I was watching it when I was a kid, you had nothing, basically. You had, you know, superstars every weekend. And yeah. so the build-up to your pay-per-view was amazing. It was and and even, even, even in the big, around. you know, even in the in-between shows, there was so much jobbing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, More yeah, like yeah. NXT. Really. So, you know, and you don't really get that slow build of storylines anymore. You're now, you're now got, everything is... You know, even during a pay-per-view now, they're talking about the next pay-per-view. Yeah. I've noticed commentators are doing that. So, you know, is, you know, okay, my question is, is the introduction of the WWE Network influencing how many pay-per-views are getting? And is, is that, you know, is that a bad thing? Is that, you know... I don't, that... I don't necessarily, well, I can't really say one way or another, but I do think what, what you've got to think, even though it is a... Uh, it is good value to subscribers from one perspective. You've got to think that still all these people. You've got to think that still all these pay per views are going on other networks that charge for them. So all the cable, you know, Sky Virgin Media over here. So all, and all the, uh, I don't think so. I think I think that's the reason. I maybe. think a lot of the so things like Great Balls of Fire. I think a lot of those network uh, are network exclusive. I think. I need to I need to check that actually, but I think every time I look on a menu on the, the Virgin TiVo menu before a pay per view, it's on there. You, oh, you really? Okay. Now. So but I don't know if there are any exclusives. You're probably right. Uh, I, I, could, I could be wrong about. I that, thought I'd read somewhere or heard somewhere that the, one of the theories for the increasing number of pay per views is to differentiate them from people who are just buying it on Sky and stuff like that. Uh, so if you, if you think about it in purely money terms, um, disregarding the, the kind of old content that people may or may not want to be or interested in who are younger, but if you're like, if, you're, if, you've, got a, if you've got like six pay-per-views a year, let's say, yeah. and you're paying £10 a month, that's £120 for six pay-per-views, that's £20 each. Whereas if you can just pay £15 each for them on Sky, let's say, yeah. then, you know, if you're thinking purely financially, you kind of, you know, it's that way. Whereas if you include a few WWE network exclusives that you yeah. can't get, then suddenly it becomes financially beneficial to be on the WWE network. Yeah, I think, well... So just purely money I'm going to, while you guys talk, I'm going to check this. Yeah, because yeah, sure, yeah, the pay-per-views, if you pay for them, I guess, on Sky, well, I know, like, I've got some money in that, something like... 17 quid yeah, so, like like so, yeah, so, yeah. so yeah and that's just for one whereas and like you say if you're you know if you're a subscriber you're paying 10 pounds a month yeah yeah you know it's monetary wise it is 
financially a lot more viable. If you're, like, say, a regular watcher, if you just want to... Because, I mean, I don't know how many people actually would pay pay-per-view money for a Great Balls of Fire. Or... Okay, are we ready? Are we ready? Sorry. I think I've got an answer. Yes. Or do I? Well, it says... I've got here in front of me a list of WWE Network events... But I don't know if it actually says these are exclusive. Mm. Hang on. Yeah. Exclusive is the key word. Yeah, yeah I think it could be right, actually. I, I could have got that wrong. I think it might just be a case of them offering the value of subscription. Because, yeah, if you pay for a subscription and you're a regular watcher, it makes much more sense yeah. to just pay for it. Because you'll get, like, in a month, you'll get two pay-per-views a month or three. Probably like it's probably two or three. Okay, so I think there's a difference between thirty-two quid or a tenner, essentially. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to going back from when the network started? Do you, shall I shall I list the okay. the pay per views and you can see how they change literally right in front of our eyes? So we started off with WrestleMania and Extreme Rules. Right. Then TakeOver, which is obviously NXT, Payback, Money in the Bank, Battleground, SummerSlam, TakeOver. Oh, another NXT one. But anyway, so Night of Champions, Hand in the Cell, Survivor Series, TakeOver Revolution, TLC, uh, and that's it. And then in 2015, um, let's try and rather than read them all out. So in 2015, King of the Ring came back. Hey. Yeah. Fastlane, I didn't mention Fastlane, did I? So that was a new one. Yeah. Um, and The Beast in the East. The Beast in the East was a pay-per-view. Yeah, I've although, never heard of that. although I think it, was, it wasn't, it was for that market because it, it was only available as highlights over here. And this, oh, and this so just over in Japan, wasn't Yeah, yeah. but maybe, maybe it was on the network, but it wasn't, wasn't a big thing, yeah. <laughs> um, I always thought Brock Lesnar looked Russian. Yeah. I yeah. I well, he, he looks like the the like, guy uh, Ivanov like from Ivo Dragovic. That's it. So okay, so um, 2016. Ah, oh, there's even more. Yeah, it's 15 that year. Yeah. Yeah. 15. Yeah, because they they include the Cruiserweight Classic, Clash of Champions. I'm pretty sure. Cruiserweight that... Classic. How is that included? Because that was a tournament. As opposed to one night pay per view. I have no idea, dude, but it's on. I think, that was I think the finals, maybe the finals were on it. That was network exclusive Cruiserweight. That sounds right. Um, yeah, I don't think. Oh, Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah. I don't think Hell in a Cell. I oh, know it was the year four. I apologise. I think that was it, really. Roadblock, end of the line. Yeah, no, yeah. Roadblock, end of the nine was a new one introduced. Yeah, and obviously so far. So far this year, you know, we've got up to Great Balls of Fire, which is another one they've introduced. Yeah. And uh, trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, could that be also? Could the uh, increase in frequency also be? To do, I, mean, it's, I think it's probably mostly network based, but also could it be that uh, with the brand split, it, it helps to kind of. To have, yeah, well, to maintain this, was, that kind of, you know, yeah, I was going to, so uh, you know, the, here's another question, I guess, would be with the roster the way it is at the moment. So, obviously, you've got a number of talented wrestlers across both brands. Does it actually benefit having so many pay per views because then you give 
more wrestlers a chance to showcase themselves on a bigger stage more often throughout the year, as opposed to just having your big four. Because obviously only so many people can get onto a WrestleMania card, even though it's like the show's yeah, 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 15 yeah. hours long, but... <laughs> you know, when you, like, you watch 10 hours of wrestling, that's WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, let's come up with a positive. One positive I can actually think is the amount, the number of wrestlers that are involved in the pay-per-views now has gone up. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little better balanced. Right, so... Um... But I mean, there is, there is another positive point. There is, there is more content. There is more wrestling to watch. And if you're, if you're a wrestling fan, then is that not just a good thing? That there's more wrestling? And does the quality necessarily has it come down? Because there's some amazing matches in these pay-per-views. Maybe... I guess that's, that's a very good point. I think mm. it's, it if, you, if, you, if you look at it in terms of quality of wrestling, um, in terms of the talent on, on, across both rosters, across the whole of WWE, in comparison to, say... 20 years ago, or even during the Attitude Era, where you know, a lot of people say Attitude Era was the best time for wrestling, I would tend to agree with that as well. But there were a lot of amazing guys at the top of the card in the, during the Attitude Era, and there were some great storylines, and it was good fun, and all the rest of it. But in terms of athleticism and professionalism and just talented workers from top to bottom, Maybe maybe you could argue that has changed, and maybe you could argue that you know there is better quality wrestling, more athletic wrestling, you know, more um, talented people across the board than there was back then. So therefore, you need more platforms for mm. them to perform on. So by that logic, maybe you do need more pay per views. Yeah, and to, give, to give people the opportunity to. You know, not just, you know, not like I said, not everyone's going to get onto a WrestleMania card or into a SummerSlam card, but, you know, having those kind of interim pay-per-views gives, you know, people like, you know, your Apollo Cruises or whoever, you know, it was not the last one, but <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's yeah, just, yeah. it's giving people more of an opportunity I think, I think because there's, 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 two sides, there's two sides to that. One is that every, every pay-per-view, you kind of do want to see the biggest guys. Like, that's the yeah. draw, isn't it, obviously? Yeah, if, if there was a pay-per-view that was just the B-list, you'd be like, well, it's a shit pay-per-view, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. So that would detract from the quality. Yeah. Um, Although but, you say that, but again, they don't tend to defend all belts. And that was kind of one of my, in my head, maybe it's only my rule, but I always thought a pay-per-view should put all belts on the line. Yeah, agreed. And yeah, yeah, it yeah. rarely ever does. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there's been big pay-per-views, and we're not, not just talking about things like Great Balls of Fire, but there's been big pay-per-views where they've missed out uh, defences of the US title or yeah, even yeah. the Intercontinental yeah. title. Well, they, which, had, they had the last, um, what was the last SmackDown... Money in the Bank. Oh, Money in yeah, the Bank, yeah. They had the Money in the Bank match and they had all the top guys, obviously, in the men's side and then Kevin Owens was in there as well and he's the US champion, which really, really disappointed me because for he me... He didn't need to be in he it. He didn't need to we be in it. We knew he wasn't going to win it, yeah. so therefore he was just making up numbers. Which I find odd considering how many talented guys they've got on SmackDown, at SmackDown at the moment. Why would you not have him defend it against, you know, anyone? Yeah, you're right. It's things like that where they're not defending the belt on pay per view. There have been it, times in pay per views where I think it was the New Day, like a year ago, were on a pay per view, but the, 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 the title wasn't on the line. Yeah. And they lost the match. Yeah. 
And it's I remember speaking match after match it. It's a non-title match. I, I might be wrong. I, I no, no, no. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure yeah. that happened. And I seem um, to be discussing with, with some friends afterwards, like, that's oh, so they aren't champions anymore. It's like, no, no, they're still alive. Cause, you know, but, but they lost in a pay-per-view. Like, what? <laughs> it's crazy. But I know we had this conversation on another podcast where we talked about some form of point system where there's where where wins and losses actually mean something. But I feel that having so many pay-per-views has only highlighted the fact that the matches that are made, especially title matches, are just bullshit. Yeah. It's just totally random. I mean, women's division, maybe not, because pretty much, apart from a few outliers like Summer Rae, who doesn't seem to wrestle anymore anyway, and you know maybe a couple that are on the books. Like, for example, SmackDown... I did love the fact that the, the recent uh, SmackDown uh, pay-per-view women's events have literally involved the entire female roster. <laughs> I thought that's pretty cool and yeah. pretty unique. Yeah. But lots of the times it's like, oh, you're going to fight him for the Intercontinental title. Why? Why? What have you done it's to earn that? No you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> I quite cool when they say, oh, you know, you, you know uh, you've lost too many matches recently. Like they did with AJ. They said to him, you know, to get into to get into the battle royal, which has got people like Kalisto in it, and <laughs> not Kalisto, Sin Cara. So he's got Sin Cara in it for God's sake. Yeah, he has to fight Chad Gable. Or something, yeah, which yeah. was a, an incredible match. Yeah. Like things like that, Chad Gable, uh, AJ Styles. It sort of made sense, and it was an awesome fight. Yeah. Just like um, Heath Slater and The Miz. It's like yeah. you don't see those two fights very often. But at uh, least it's something that makes sense because of what's happened previously. So, yeah. yeah. Along yeah. that, I, I, I think we were discussing before slightly about like uh, about the lack of uh, uh, storyline and fights just happening more. More. Oh, by the way, TJ, you have to fight Sean for that cider <laughs> in ten minutes because I, I am the house general manager. Sorry, sorry, Sean. Where's my still share? Sean, carry on. I do but at the same time, it's okay. But at the same time, I think um, often feuds can be seen to be just. I think in in a world where like suspension of disbelief is is you know reduced significantly with the internet <laughs> and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. I think these feuds as an excuse for these two guys to have a fight. It can be quite see-through sometimes. It can be yeah. a bit like... Oh, Completely come on, guys. transparent. Absolutely transparent. Better word than see-through. Um, and so why not sometimes just say, you know what, guys, we're going to have an evening where we're just going to get some guys who haven't fought together before and just beat the shit out of each other and see who's the best. <laughs> yeah. like, what, what, not everything necessarily needs a feud. You know? yeah. and, and where there are... I, I don't know who's feuding with whom now. I have literally no idea. The thing is, I think you're right. I mean, it's... I, like going back to the discussion we had about the kind of point system or whatever it is or ranking system, I think, you know, for me, if they had something like that, it would the stories would just write themselves because, mm. you know, there would be an automatic logic there. And it, it would even dispel the whole, you know, the internet wrestling community. It would dispel, you know, the, the smarts and all the rest of it, mm. knowing what's coming and, you know, talking about, oh, this doesn't make sense, that makes Because at the end of the day, if you have something like that, if you make it more of a, sports orientated environment in terms of you earn, carry you, earn yeah, you earn you earn your position on the roster and you can see as a fan how you've earned your position on the roster yeah. then well number you know, one, no, no, number no, one no, contender yeah. means something yeah, whereas then, yeah. then, like, then no one can pick holes in it and you can you can still book matches the way you want to book them you can still 
you know, have, you know, your fixed results, you can still push the guys that you want to push because, you know, they beat this person and they beat that person the next week. Someone like Jinder Mahal could, you know, easily have worked his way up the rankings by knocking off, I don't know, John Cena or yeah. whatever it a is. Few shock wins yeah, a few suddenly, shock wins and yeah, suddenly yeah, he's yeah. a number one contender and then he wins a belt. It makes sense. Rather than imagine how many just kind of coming out of Goldberg would have had in that situation. Hundreds of wins He would still, that still, table still by the table. Yeah. But you see, they do go for sports terminology when it comes to yeah. matches. Like, like number building, one. Building momentum. Yeah, building momentum. Number yeah, one yeah, intent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, they, you know, the whole rule that you get a rematch after you drop a, a title it's, it's is straight from boxing isn't yeah. it straight from boxing yeah. but yeah um, it doesn't seem to happen after injury because Finn Balor <laughs> dropped his title yeah. I mean maybe it's because the rule is because he, he gave it up without actually losing that he doesn't get to a rematch but did, there's did, been did, numerous did Naomi come back from injury straight away and get her title back when she injured her knee yeah. she had to drop the title oh yeah, she? yeah of course and then, yeah, she, yeah. and then she came back and was like yeah we've got my title back now and then she got a title match whereas Finn's just been like hi oh, yeah. nice, yeah. nice, yeah. yeah. I'll just have a little fight with you this way but even like, you know, and what makes it a joke is Lana has now had, what, two title shots for no apparent reason? <laughs> yeah. Three. 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 Yeah. Completely devaluing the whole Carmella money in the bank Three. thing. Because yeah. it's like, well, why do you need to go through all this hassle <laughs> yeah. to get a money in the bank briefcase? You just rock up and go, if I want a title shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock up in a, a sort of strip stripper outfit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so, so the storyline was, obviously, the first time she just rolled up and went, well, she gives bad mouth Naomi for about five minutes. Naomi went, I want to fight her. Let's pay you. And Shane was like, okay, title shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, the following SmackDown, she demanded a rematch for some weird reason. And Naomi went, sure, fine, I'll fight you again. And beat her in about two seconds. Yeah. And then the following SmackDown, she got another rematch because... Uh, the camera picked up that uh, one of her shoulders, shoulders the, when she yeah. went to pin her so she had another squash match and got beaten in about 20 seconds and then Tamina turned up and went come with me yeah in the man's yeah. voice yeah. Yeah. I guess the purpose of that whole um, thing is to build Naomi up because I, th- I don't think she's had much momentum before she won the title Yeah, it was a little bit surprising so now giving her squash they had matches. to keep her in the game yeah and giving her some squash matches builds her up as a genuine like actually she's a she's a badass uh, yeah. had a fight with Tamina Tamina did not need to be in the Money in the Bank women's match yeah, yeah. agreed and she also had a bit more of a state more of a claim to have a fight although that would have been a horrible match it would have been yeah, yeah. okay so um, in conclusion then I think we all agreed there are way too many pay-per-views um, do you think I don't actually, way too many just, I was going to say, yeah. what, what do you think would be your ideal... So where have we got at the moment? We've got 16 or 17? We're about, it? well, we're around the sort of 16 mark. I think okay. we're finishing with about 16, possibly 17. I, I did have cool. another point before the conclusion. Okay. Go for it, go for it. And what that is, as, as guys who are in our 30s, and we have jobs and lives and all this kind of Oh man, yeah. you're looking good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as people who are definitely not patronising, <laughs> I don't know. As people who are older than maybe the target audience, um, is it is it the fact? It's the number of pay per views. The fact you know we've got jobs on Mondays, we can't stay up till four in the morning watching them. And also in America, it's different anyway because yeah. it's on in prime time. If we if if the live shows were on 
every three weeks, Sunday, 7 to 11. I would love that shit. I really would. Mm. The fact is, I've got to um, stay up to one in the morning to watch it on a Sunday live, because live is the best aspect yeah. of it, right? Watching yeah. it live is way better than watching on the network the next day. So watching it live from 7pm to 11pm on a Sunday. You say that, though, but even then, <clears throat> that is still a lot of programming, because you've got... You've got Raw, which is three hours, Smackdown, which is oh, two yeah. hours. Yeah, then you've yeah. got pay-per-view every couple of weeks, which is going to be at least three hours, possibly four. four. Hour, yeah. um, and NXT, then, and then an if Well, yeah, I mean, that, if you start getting to NXT and 205 yeah. and, and then TakeOver. But so I spent 30 hours still, a week playing Championship Manager, you know? Like, yeah, so when you've got, you've got a lot of spare time when you're, yeah. you know, 13 to... 24, whatever, you know. And, it, is, and it is still a lot of wrestling, though. You're talking a good 10 hours of wrestling minimum yeah, yeah, a yeah. week. And it's... And also the problem is, I think, it's quite annoying because it means that everything's front-loaded, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, really. Apart, I mean, you, you know, you might watch NXT as well at some yeah. point. But that really annoys me because then, you know... To avoid spoilers and try, you know, anything on the internet, etc., etc., to for what happens is impossible. Yeah. So, but then it's all so front loaded that you have to like bash through <laughs> what, by like, Wednesday. yeah, nine, ten hours by Wednesday, and then yeah. you, you've got, you know, I quite happily, I'd love to watch bloody Raw on a Saturday rather than, <laughs> yeah, you know, when right. I got or Sunday, Sunday morning. Yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. used to. When I had um, Sky, they, I think they I think still they, do, they still yeah, do highlight highlights, shows, yeah. and that was quite cool. That's, that's what got me back into wrestling. Yeah, catching that on a Sunday morning, yeah. and like for about three weeks, and I was like, oh, "This is quite good." Now I might watch it. It's yeah. nice, but now now I feel like oh, I have to. It's quite hard. I work, have to it? smash it, and you think of it. You come home, you know. I I get home between half six and seven. You eat. And then, like, you know, you've you got to sit there, literally, for three hours or two hours, depending on what show, watching wrestling. And a lot of it, you know, you do you skip through it, let's yeah, face yeah, it, yeah. you skip through some of the crap and the ads and stuff. But, oh, it can be a bit of a chore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and I think when you... We, and that's, that's the problem, I think. And, you know, again, the problem with having so many pay-per-views is always that... When there is so much of something that you enjoy, when it starts to get to that point where it becomes a chore, you lose the enjoyment, and then you know you get to that tipping point. And you go, "Why am I bothering anymore?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, know, you start yeah. start to fall out of love with it, and you know there's no real draw to go back to it. So, yeah, I, I started watching only reading the pay per views and uh, not really watching that the was, that was going to be another question of mine. So, with the amount of pay per views and the amount of weekly content. Do you feel like it's got to a point where now you can skip, you know, some of the B pay-per-views or you can skip Raw Smackdown for weeks and just watch the pay-per-views or do you feel, do you, do you, thinking about how, like, going back over what you've watched over the last few months, do you feel like you could have just watched the pay-per-views and be up to date with what's going on more or less or, no, or could, I, you, could you I still think, yeah. I see what you're saying, yeah. I still think there's often better matches in Raw and SmackDown yeah. than there are in the pay-per-views. Yeah. Far better stuff. I do find it some weeks like I'll skip one of them uh, and just read the you know the highlights on Bleacher or What Culture because yeah I just feel like I just haven't got 
the time or the energy, especially if some if I if I find something quite offensive, quite aggravating, <laughs> and you know I do, and you know I moan, and me both Will and I seem to sort of go off on tangents. He's <laughs> he's far worse than me, but um, yeah, I sometimes have to have a breather and a break, mm. and yeah. And, and just not consume as much. Wrestling can bring out the best and the worst in people, can't it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> or in Will's case, the worst and the worst. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Will. Miss you, Will. <laughs> so I think we're pretty much saying that it is a bit too much. There is some value in there. Oh, go, go. We didn't um, get to, because we kind of touched on it, what... Do you think might be your ideal mm, I was number? Say that. I think one of the ten. Ten, including your big four. Yeah. That's because ten is a nice round number. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really. I think now, now you've said it, twelve's probably one a month. <laughs> I, think one a, I think yeah, I think one a month probably sounds about right. You get what three shows, three yeah. weekly shows in. Yeah. And then you have your pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> I'd get um, excited on a monthly basis. If I knew that the last Sunday of every month was, was, just, was, was a, pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. a wrestling pay-per-view, yeah. I'd, I'd actually be like, that makes I sense. look forward to that. I look forward to that. And, and even more so, if they put it on a bloody Saturday, Yeah, wouldn't that just be and awesome? Could, and actually, what, what, would be, what would be ideal, obviously, with a brand split, is if every other month it was, I don't know how that might work with the big four, because obviously those are mixed, but if you had... January, Raw pay-per-view, February, um, yeah. Smackdown, yeah. and then alternate it that way. So, so it gives, the, build so it gives the weekly shows that yeah. about that much more chance to build their storylines up Absolutely. to go into their next pay-per-view. Yeah. That would be the ideal for me. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, in conclusion, I think we are all agreed that there are too many pay-per-views. Could do with a bit of trimming of the fat, but... Um, it is what it is, and until Vince uh, retires. <laughs> <laughs> well, well corrected. Don't his lawyers come Love, love me. you, Vince, and your lawyers. Until Vince steps aside, <laughs> perhaps. Um, although, that said, I mean, another, sorry to add, tackle another question. Looking at how TakeOver's been run by Triple H, and I'm guessing at some point Triple H will probably be the king of the castle. Do you think if he comes into power that he might he may actually change that format slightly? He might reduce the number because he's quite he's a lot bit more he's got more of a wrestling head on him. Mm. He understands he seems for me anyway to understand the way takeovers the takeovers have been run and NXT's been run. He seems to have a bit more of a grasp of. And just the way he maybe he gets but maybe less is a bit more yeah, yeah. and then you and know. he seems to, seems to care about what people think and yeah. he cares about the other stuff so the way he's like you know he kind it's of less about his own ego than yeah. it is yeah, yeah. yeah. but his champions and stuff and he's yeah. like he but takeover even tends to be almost. massively yeah. slimmed down doesn't it because it is only four maybe five matches yeah. in the per obviously takeover. yeah obviously that's not that that size isn't going to quite work on the bigger on the um. Well, the main roster, but do you think that if he came into power, that he may actually look at it and go, you know, we can, we can. I'd hope so. I'd hope so. I think it would be quite a gradual transition. I don't yeah. think he would come in and change his life. Chop everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, 
interesting. There's part of me which doesn't know if he's a bit of a stooge, really. Right. But, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Every every kind of story or reputation thing you read about Triple H is, is vastly different. Lots of people love him. Lots of people think he's the saviour and the future. And a lot of people think he's pretty much an arrogant, egotistical dick yeah, who yeah, has yeah. buried more wrestlers yeah, than yeah, uh, yeah. The Undertaker. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Got to get an Undertaker reference in. Always, podcast. always, always. <laughs> um, I would like to think that rather than just, I know this isn't the case because Vince just likes to do what he's, he's a JFDI kind of guy, but um, I'd like to think they have an analytics team then. It's sorry to like reduce it to basically what yeah. our jobs are, but um, an analytics team that say, like, okay, so we've increased the numbers of pay per views to 16 per year. How has that impacted viewership mm. in Raw and SmackDown? And then I'd like to think they would. Maybe try and over the years try and come up with like the perfect, you know. Like... The thing is, he probably does, but he probably just doesn't listen to it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thanks for your input. Anyway, the good thing is, the one thing it does sustain is that the, the best Raw or SmackDowns are the one after pay per view yeah. by far, because especially if there's some kind of continuation. Yeah, um, no, the women's um, Money in the Bank. bank. That, yeah, was, that yeah, was a yeah. genius way of doing it. But sometimes what kind of frustrates me is, a, a good example, uh, AJ Styles versus Shane O'Mac. Right, at one point, AJ Styles was smashing um, Shane O'Mac <laughs> into <laughs> a car, put him through a window. And they have yeah. one match, um, yeah, and then they're shaking match. hands. It was incredible. incredible match, yeah. you, you just think about all the build-up and toss that went with Bray Wyatt versus Randy. And somehow they transitioned out of it so quickly that the next minute, you know, he was dropping the title to Jinder and it was all forgotten. It's like, well, hang on. He burnt down your fucking house. <laughs> and dug, dug, dug up Sister Abigail. Yeah. Dug, out, dug up Sister Abigail. <laughs> and gimmick for the last six years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was probably the, you know, the, the start of that, that actually... Burning down the the shack or whatever, and yeah. it's just that was awesome. That was probably the best Bray Wyatt thing. I I the ever done. Yeah, but then they did the whole House of Horrors thing, and we were back to like you know oh. scraping around. Oh, that was my highlight. My highlight. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> what did he? What was the highlight? He got whacked with the fridge door or something. I, mean, I can't that, even remember what it that was, was. That was genius. <laughs> um, I had so much potential. Just, just like. <sighs> Like a I wet think, bar, so. yeah. yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think there's also a case for when they do things like they have a match on a pay per view and then on Raw the next, the very next night, they have the exact same match. And I just kind of think it kind of devalues what people have, like. If I pay yeah. $17 for my pay per view and then it's on Raw for free the next night, it's like, why the f did I just pay for? Or the, 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 the worst or best example, whether however you look at it, was the fact that, um, oh God, I've forgotten his name. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, um, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental <laughs> belt one night. And then lost and it then the next. And like, it was one of the, ha it was probably one of my it happiest moments. It was a WrestleMania, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was yeah, a WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the happiest moments because... They basically you know, shat on his WrestleMania moment. Yeah, <laughs> and they crapped all over him for years, and yeah, I generally yeah. like him. There's nothing not to like about the guy. And he actually fairly decent at wrestling. 
And now, you know, now they're building, you know, they're, they're basically going to bury him with a mojo push. So now they're going to push mojo and they're going to turn mojo heel in order to get, yeah. So he's now got to get his yeah. so-called tag I partner. Find, I, I, know, I, I know nothing that. about the guy. I know nothing about the guy, but um, after that WrestleMania moment, and I, you, know, you look online. You've not seen him on his yeah. YouTube and his unboxing no, really, and toy no, no. stuff no, and gaming. He's pretty... I don't know, he's pretty likeable. I just know that the internet loved him. And after and I and, and I've got other friends who love wrestling and when, when that happened, everybody the internet it was a real wrestling fans yeah. everybody was happy, everyone was delighted. Yeah. They just crushed it twenty four hours <laughs> yeah. later. Like, Classic Vince Troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's doing that. It's yeah. like it, it's just too tempting to not do it. But it at just the same time, I also think wrestling fans can be you know, yeah, yeah. I like the fact that they get yeah. their hearts shattered like sometimes. So basically, <laughs> you're, you're, like, you're missing yeah, like Vince. Yeah. I kind of like, like, yeah. If I was, it's like, it's like, it's like, like an experimental like, ant colony. He's like sometimes squashing them, like just. But I think you know, you know, you say that, but I think the three of us can quite easily admit that we don't despise Roman Reigns and we quite like him to be booked in a way yeah, that yeah, we that get makes him... Sense. That makes sense. and then we get him respect. It's not like we, you know, any of us really hate him yeah. and what he does and how he does it. It's just the sheer, the way they book him, the promos yeah. that isn't... Yeah. Personally, you know, I think he, I, you know, I think he legit is a, is a decent wrestler. He has some amazing matches. Mm. Got Obviously, got a great look and all the rest of it. I think that he doesn't get a chance to show enough of his own personality purely mm-hmm. because of the way his script's written and all this bit. This is what I was saying earlier, it's what I, what I was alluding to earlier, that I think, I hope that they are starting to just allow him to be a bit more of himself and you know, allowing his character to do something a bit more organic rather yeah. than mm. this Well, he's saying sort of, less stupid scripted stuff, Yeah, he? and he's seen, so, yeah, and he's seen a couple of times when he's come out and he's done his promos, he's, he's worked out really well, you know, they come out and booed and like, as they yeah. always do, and he's, he said and some he really clever stuff. There was one, there was one he said a couple of, yeah, one he said a couple of weeks ago where he was like, oh, you know, if you if you allow me, I might be able to tell you something that you're actually going to enjoy yeah. while they're in the middle of booing him. Yeah. And everyone kind of went, oh. And yeah. kind of quiet it down. Yeah. So he's, he's learning how to work the crowd a bit. So hopefully, yeah. he, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's starting he's to turn the corner. He's a as well. He's got, he's, got to, he's got to move on from, like, <sighs> he, he does. Uh, yeah, the same the thing is, three moves. The thing is, people say that, but outside of people like, I don't know, maybe like a Bret Hart or... AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah like an AJ Styles. Most of them have pretty limited. Most of wrestlers only have quite limited, like, Stone Cold, he also had, like, what, five moves, four moves, maybe? If that, yeah, and but they're amazing because they had great character and they had great story and the rest of it. And I think Roman's got a decent move set and he's athletic and you know he can he can get back. He's never going to be the most technical. I don't. I have to say I don't yeah. like the sort of the punches in the face he does and the oh, yeah. punch. Oh, the other yeah, those weird slappy uppercut things. Yeah, the slappy yeah. uppercuts. And it's just the same um, ending every time. I, that's, I think that's the problem. Is it's like it's okay with the same move set, but, yeah. but it's the same. Always the same sequence at the end of every match he has. Yeah. Where he just like see John Cena. <laughs> well, I missed all that. So like, this is fresh to me. Five, well, no, at least John so, Cena so, so, has, so has a bad five moves of five moves of doom. Is it? 
Is it is it? There's, a, there's, a, there's, there's literally a sequence of moves. But John Cena at least has a, um, a submission move, which I don't think Reigns does. Oh, the, that, that poor STF. Even though it's the worst. It's the worst STF. My, my, every wrestler can get out of my it. Cat, it. My cat could get out. It's like, it's like <laughs> the um, swagger, what's it? Swagger lock oh, or ankle yeah, lock or whatever. It, it, yeah, it literally is yeah. just holding your leg at a slightly <laughs> angle. It's like, what is this? Everyone. Oh, I'm a bit everyone. Of a <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, I've got, yeah, like, oh, got a dead leg. I'll oh, cut it on. Cramp. Oh. Yeah. That was pretty painful. Yeah, um, well, yeah, true. Cena did a move uh, six months ago, maybe, whatever it was, and it was phenomenal. He, he grabbed someone. And did a flip. Um, it, it, was a, it was on um, AJ Styles, I remember that. But, yeah. uh, and it was, it was called... Um, and it was amazing. Oh, it, was, it was like a sunset flip that he did over him, but it was... Yeah. I tell you who did it. It's recently. like a fireman's um, flip, isn't it? Where he... Yeah, Alexa Bliss did it to yeah. Uh, yeah. Sasha yeah. during their fight. Like a fireman's so, Yeah, you kind of flip go over and you flip, and you flip yeah. them at the same time. Would you remember when he tried he tried to do the springboard stunner? Do you remember that? No. <laughs> so it's a really hard move to do, and also really easy to bodge, which to be fair, I think he did quite a few times. <laughs> so he, he, I think he jumps off the rope and does the equivalent of a springboard oh, yes. stunner. I have seen him try rope. to do that. Yeah. Yes. I only think I saw him do it successfully like twice out of about 20. <laughs> but it was like, sorry, I know Ben, it was like the lunatic lariat. It, oh, it's like... I was about to say that. Slow motion it's, into the ropes I, and then he goes goes down and then, you know, comes back it, up and hits them very slowly. The problem he's got with that is that it's, he's done it, he does it way too... In fact, I noticed he stopped doing it now. Yeah. He stopped doing it now. But he only done, does done, it when it's going to get countered. Yes, yeah. He started, he started to get countered, but... It, it's a really cool move that can work, but it's got to be a very specific Absolutely. circumstance. Yeah. Not like if the other person's been distracted, or you can't just do it and the person just stands there waiting for you to do yeah. it. Yeah, smoking <laughs> yeah. cigarette, yeah. You know, it's so pouring time. Uh, but he yeah. has to be really whipped into the ropes fast so yeah. that he comes out, and the guy has to for some the, the guy you know has to be, you know, something he has to be distracted. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if it was like in a Royal Rumble or something like that, it would make sense. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. The body's everywhere, so you can just hit anyone. Or, or him, if but. he did it in a, if it was just a, a less obvious thing he was doing, if yeah. it, was, it wasn't. It's, it's the whole really everything about it is it's so, so clear slow. what's going to happen. It's got it's got a really like snap if you do it. Yeah, you do it yeah, quick yeah, yeah. I'm going to seize onto the fact you said Royal Rumble and just very quickly. What is your favourite pay-per-view format? Um, so then, uh, we can go through the we can go through the format. <coughs> so, without going into specifics, do you prefer ones in a cage or cell or I mean, what's the one? That... So you got so okay. So you got TLC. You got Hell in a Cell because so you're talking about in terms of speciality. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Royal Rumble, Hell in a Cell, TLC. Survivor Series. Um, Survivor Series. Money in the Bank. Yep, Money in the Bank's up there. King of the Ring. King of the Ring. Yeah. Can't really call that one because no, it's, it's not even lined up yeah, this okay, year. So yeah, that's kind of the five speciality ones, yeah. I guess. What's the, the rest one, are just like regular. What's the one that's in a cage with Elimination Chamber? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Pajama, so, Pajama Prison, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. good grief. Um, but I love the way they're hailing it it's really rare it's because yeah guys because the first time once, did it it was awful <laughs> it was freaking <laughs> it was it was really Jesus Gonzalez or whatever his name is that was a great colleague 
Oh, great Carly. Great Carly and Undertaker? No, uh, Batista. Uh, yes, is it yeah, Batista? Batista, yeah. yes. Oh man, was yeah. it bad? Was yeah. it really bad? Well, you know how bad Giant Gonzalez is. He, he can't. He yeah, can yeah, barely yeah. move. Great Carly is worse. I know. Worse I saw, I saw Great Carly. Yeah. I didn't see much of his wrestling career, but the other thing that they failed, the thing that they failed to mention, which hopefully they've worked out this time, is that because you've got two sets of cages and then there's loads of bamboo and the rest of it. All the cameras on the outside, so you kind of can't see what's going on. I was on thinking that when because I saw, there's a lot of yeah, just bamboo yeah, yeah. in the way of everything. So maybe they have worked something out there. Oh, going mini, mini, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so format. favorite format for me, um, I guess. Even though the last few years of Royal Rumble have been quite disappointing, Royal Rumble it, historically it's, it's still it's, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's still pretty awesome. I think, in fact, I may even have to discount it because it's so far ahead of the rest. Because it's so unique as well. Mm. Um, as for the rest, probably I like Elimination Chamber. It's quite a cool concept. Mm. I saw my first Elimination Chamber live, uh, the last one, whichever it was. Yes. Uh, uh, and I'd, I'd, I'd heard of it before, but as someone who'd come back into wrestling after 10 years, you know, resistant to change, I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't <laughs> like it. Yeah, what is this stupid elevation chamber? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then I watched I watched one, and actually, it's actually a pretty good, it's very innovative concept. Uh, yeah. concept. I, like, I actually really liked it, yeah. yeah. It was good fun. Um, but yeah, I think probably, yeah, Rumble. Rumble was an amazing show. I mean, Rumble was always good. Not just because of the format and the fact that, you know, a lot of the rules or the hierarchy kind of, at least to start off with, went out the window. It was also the fact that you, know, you could have so many random wrestlers making comebacks. Yeah. That's you know, what I like historic, that. Or you could get, you know, celebrities involved. Yeah, yeah. It just anticipation. Had, yeah, the yeah, anticipation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yet they, they've literally, the last two Royal Rumbles, they've... There's been loads of whispers about, oh, you know, he's, they're going to be in it, the Hardys are going to be it, Kurt Angle's going to be it. And literally, as far as I know, there's been, there's been no one. The last one I could think of was Diamond Dallas Page turned up. Uh, also, uh, the Boogeyman turned up to have a, a little fight with Bray Wyatt. Turned up, yeah, recently. Well, he's brown bread, isn't he? I think yeah. both Doinks are brown bread, I believe. I'm sure, someone's got a face bread on. Yeah, yeah. Doink, 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 Doink is a persistent character. It's like yeah. a human being. It's a persona. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think the last one was uh, Baba from. No, not Baba, it was the other guy. From uh, oh, well, no, 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 <laughs> Devon. No, no, not Devon. Uh, the other guy, Bubba Ray. Bubba Ray, oh, that's yeah. it. Bubba Ray uh, made a, a a quite cool comeback okay. in a, in a oh, rumble uh, a few years, maybe two or three years ago. I only remember yeah. the, the last Royal Rumble. Uh, the most controversial part was that Raymond Reigns came out at like number what number was he like second to last or last? Deep what the last in the last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, he wasn't. He wasn't supposed to be in it. I no, don't no, think. no, no, no. He got added. I can't yeah, remember the great. circumstances. I can't remember. We need the geeks here with us. They tell us exactly what was going on. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think I think you're right. It's 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 a really cool format. I think that yeah. you're, you're right. Then that the thing that makes it special is that outside of you know being a smart, you never know who's going to come next yeah. within, within reason. Yeah. Um, and you know, getting those weird nostalgic characters yeah, coming exactly. coming in yeah. is always good fun. Um, you're right. I think, like, especially like last year, it was 
Seriously, like disappointment in terms yeah, of... It's awful. I don't think even, you know, at best you might get one or two from NXT, but even then yeah. I don't think they, they pulled the trigger on... And, and that's the thing as well, I think it's, it's odd that you have... Because there's not much wrestling involved in a Royal Rumble. So in which in which case you may have just throw some novelty acts yeah. in there just to get a you know a little pop yeah. in the crowd and get people excited and keep it interesting rather than, you know, you throw in Ty Dillinger, yeah, great. Well actually that was pretty good when they brought him in. Yeah. But no, what was the was. other guy doing? Well, actually, um, there was that, that the, the last time that everyone lost their shit was when um, AJ Styles appeared the first time. Yeah, no, that was yes. yeah, he came in as number two, wasn't it? The, was it? I don't know what it was. Oh, no, it was, no, it was number like three or four or something yeah. like that. Yeah, because Roman was inside the ring and then he came out. That was still, yeah, that was amazing. I didn't know who he was then. I'd heard about him, yeah. obviously. and, uh, and that's, that's, like... that's what the Rumble should be used for. Mm. If you've got someone new coming to the roster, hold off on bringing them in and then just drop them in the Rumble. And then yeah. just... Well, it was like, because uh, Hideo Itami also, I think he's the first NXT member I know, I'm sure there's been many that, that before that, but he got he won a battle royal in NXT, so they did a nice transition, and then the winner of the battle royal got into the new Royal Rumble. Oh, but cool. I I think he came in. Uh, I can't I can't remember even if he eliminated anyone before he got chucked out. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't worth it, put it that way. Um, but you remember the furore when um, Daniel Bryan? Oh uh, yes, got when Bray Wyatt turfed him out after about got turfed out, and no, it was just like that dude was alright. it was it was bad. I think that that also. I mean, I'm sure the the relationship between Reigns and the fans was pretty bad before then, or at least simmering. It was on its way. Yeah. It was on its way, but that was the real nail in the coffin when they when they did that to literally hoof out the the crowd favorite, the number one guy. Unceremoniously. Unceremoniously. Not even let you get to the end and have like a good battle and yeah. like, you know, give people some hope. But yeah, it was, I think the, the, the thinking behind that was that if you just get rid of her early, people forget about it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the period where like, the, the, like the, the um, Vince and everyone else were resistant to him being a star, but the fans loved him? Is that... Yes. I've, I've kind of vaguely read about this yeah. and heard about this. Because we never know. I mean, again, you don't know if it's a work. Yeah, yeah. To this day, I don't know because I wasn't following it closely back then. I, I was in and out. You know, I yeah, just no, started yeah. to come back at the end of Daniel Bryan's, well, you know, just just after he won the belts. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember the when he was with Team, team Hell No. I remember I watched that period. So I never really knew what this thing was. Beatles, yeah. yeah, but they and to this day I don't know. Was that a work? Did he? Did he? Really, was he really being booked badly? Did he deserve it? Was it like seeing Punk? I don't know. I think yeah. I think the 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 lines of reality and fakery kind of got blurred between that <laughs> yeah. whole thing because you just I think that, yeah. I think, I think I think yeah. I think, yeah, and I, think I think there was an element of them not being too convinced of him because if you look at him he isn't a classic Vince top guy no, no. so I'm pretty sure he didn't come into the into the, and he's, he was an indie darling as well so you know I'm sure he didn't come to WWE and Vince went right yeah that's going to be our next top guy but no. I'm going to book him badly to make it seem I don't yeah. think he's that clever no, and no I, think I, he, I think he just picked up traction organically and you know, against, he, against the, the big bosses you know better judgement I, I think you're right and I think it's interesting because Cesaro was another one of those, oh, he's not grabbed the brass ring crap. And he was booked quite badly and they, they had so many botches with pushes on him. 
remember him winning the the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and he had Paul yeah, Hammond there. Yeah. They they stuck him with Jack Swagger at one point. Oh, yeah, um, but but the reason why, and it's quite clear to see why Vince didn't like him, is because of his accent, yeah, and he just couldn't promo as well. Right. But my God, I think he can now. And whoever this, whoever it was, yeah, yeah. Who, whoever it was who put him with Cesaro. I mean, he he'd already kind of it's reached. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> definitely McFoley. <laughs> but he kind of reached the, the level of adoration when he held the belts with, um, oh God, I've forgotten his name, the guy who... Tyson Kidd. Tyson oh, Kidd, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he, again, he, he's brilliant. I mean, him and Cesaro were superb because they're both, despite the fact Cesaro is mentally strong, yeah. you know, they're both really good tech. Wrestlers, yeah, they yeah. both have that kind of traditional wrestling yeah, background. Apart from Cesaro, sharpshooters, yeah, yeah, true. It's like all people should not be doing a sharpshooter. So, it does stop with the spinny thing, it's annoying. Yeah, well, he brought it's that still, back, he, he kicked it to one side and then he well, brought it back. Doing it now. Those heels, he seems to stop doing it. Yeah, true. Maybe yeah. it's a face thing, yeah. but um, but even then, I don't think he is properly heel, he's the most unconvincing heel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just a little, all he is now is a little bit, he smiles a lot more, there's a little bit more coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird like sound. It's like a cheeky yeah. chappy Yeah, like, exactly. But then at the same time, I prefer that to him doing a gender and snarling and growling and looking like he's yeah. got shit. Well, this is it. Well, it's, oh, it's, yeah. It's like, it's like you don't have to look mean to be a heel. Yeah, you, just, you don't have to be a pantomime Yes, heel. yeah, you don't have to be a pantomime Yeah, exactly. Well, and at least... You know, as much as people say Cesaro and Chamber turn heel, they have, but they're just kind of, they just tweak their characters a little bit. Yeah. Well, Chamber's has always been a dick, so. Yeah, uh, he, but, he excels in it. But, but yeah, but Cesaro has just tweaked his character just a little bit, and I think it's. I think it's and even then, he doesn't act like, they don't act like supremo heels. Like, yeah. they, don't, they don't have to do any yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. They just have to be, like, arrogant and confident, which yeah. let's face it. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which most, right, although I'm not sure about their tag, but they their line about them. Uh, we don't set the bar, we, we are, are the bar. bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not even sure. But even their entrance, I freaking love it. I it's good. It's so good. It's so good. And I remember when they started doing it, um, when uh, I think it was like just after they started to just kind of get along. And, yeah. then, uh, and then one time he came out and stood behind him. And yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, That looks really, really good. And I'm yeah. glad they didn't, they didn't, I guess maybe it was a temptation to change their music or something. But I think it's quite. Smart. It works. Kind of, like, I love that Shane's probably a bit best of seven matches. Everyone was like, where's this going? Shane's yeah. as far as seven yeah. matches. Fuck that. Like, it was awful. <laughs> and they drew, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. like, what, what was this? Yeah. But yeah, keeping the Bond intro with this. Yeah. Like, and then do, you yeah, know. Yeah, doing the thing with yeah. that. Brilliant. Really? That's really good. Um, so I think it looks like uh, Royal Rumble is the uh, yes. favourite well, format. Well, I mean, it would. Mine, mine used to be Survivor Series, but it no longer it has the tournament yeah. format. Yeah, I think old school Survivor Series would have been up there for me because that yeah. had some of my best memories. But uh, Undertaker coming out with his first like, Survivor Series match, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, I've got one that clip and lots of times. Um, cool. So, yeah, in conclusion, I think uh, looks like Royal Rumble is the all of our favorite pay per views. I'm sure uh, many people agree with that. 
Maybe not pay-per-view, not, maybe not favourite pay-per-views because uh, WrestleMania's got format, format and all that kind of format. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, yeah. just in terms of novelty. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah definitely. And then maybe Money in the Bank as a runner-up. Again, I'm quite a newcomer to that, but I like it. Yeah, I do like it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's a good I think it's good. actually. Yeah. When yeah, done especially, well. Especially yeah, as it's something that leads into, it creates further storylines down the road. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. When there's not a man winning the woman's... Uh, Oh, groan, yeah, that did too much for the last one. And this, that goes back to my point of, you know, they had the rematch on SmackDown the following week, which is better than the actual match yeah. on yeah. the paper. So it's like, yeah. if, you pay, if you paid for that, I'd be like, are you kidding me? I paid money yeah. for this. Yeah. And did they do it on purpose? You got to, I suppose I think, they must have done. I think they did because the ratings for SmackDown and Raw are struggling at the moment. So I think they did it for a bit of a... Uh, it wasn't reactionary yeah, against what had happened. They weren't, they weren't like shocked by the, no, the whole internet I, saying, why is a man? No, no, I, no, I, think, no, they, I, I think, think they planned to do right, that okay. and I think they did it for a reason, Spike. So. Yeah, cool, okay. Well, um, I guess that's it. Um, unless we have any further pay-per-view criticisms for Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Too many to list. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's goodbye from Dan. Goodbye. And goodbye from Sean. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. See you later. Goodbye.